This is People, Places, and Passions, a podcast that explores the happenings with the people in the city of Altoona, Wisconsin. I'm Scott Montesano, joined as always by Mike Golat, the city administrator with the city of Altoona. So excited to jump into another episode of the series here. And uh, Mike, we got a lot to talk about today. You're going to take us through some winter fun in this wonderful community. But first and foremost, uh, a special guest with us. Uh, tell us who this is. Um, this is Deb Goldbach. She is our recreation manager, and she and her staff put together all the activities for our uh, citizens here in, in Altoona and really makes Altoona a fun place to live. Deb, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? How long have you been with the city of Altoona and in this position? I have been with the city of Altoona for approximately 21 years in the position for 21 years. <laughs> um, I and really do enjoy my job here with the city. I love helping people find fun things to do. I was going to say, well, what, what keeps you doing it? Because, uh, you know, some people, you know, not a lot of people stay in a job for, for two decades. So what keeps you coming back? Like I said, I just uh, enjoy helping people find fun things to do. I really like that part of my job. Well, how, how fun has it been to see the, the community grow and evolve since you first started? It's amazing. Uh, River Prairie is awesome. Um, that's where a lot of my part of my job is in River Prairie. And so uh, for me, concert nights are amazing. The uh, winter things that we've got planned are going to be super fun. So um, that's what keeps me here. Are so you, yeah, are you originally from the area? Uh, no, I'm from a small town called Loyal. I'm a, I'm a greyhound, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm from Loyal, Wisconsin. So Deb, Deb uh, was a, a one-person department for many, many years. And uh, with the growth of the city, we have added a, a couple of staff. But it has been remarkable uh, what that staff's been able to do over the past many years in order to enrich the lives of our, our citizens and visitors here. Um, we, we host a, a variety of events every year including uh, traditional park programming, but also special events uh, that we've we talked. I think we had a podcast about the ginormous pumpkin festival, um, uh, River Prairie Festival. And today we're really going to be focused on those enrichment activities that we, um, we've organized to get people moving in the winter. And this was born out of a, a program or an effort that we partnered with uh, several jurisdictions, uh, notably the City of Eau Claire, but also the Health Department was involved and other community organizations. And it was called Winter Mission. And uh, this was uh, organized, uh, it's an initiative, and I can't remember the name, uh, I'm sorry, uh, of the organization out of uh, Canada that really their goal is to get people moving in the wintertime um, and embracing the wintertime climate um, so, you know, we as uh, people here in Wisconsin tend to hibernate in the winter. You know, the, the joke is, you know, December comes and you don't see your neighbor until, until uh, March unless you, you run into them when you're out there snowblowing, right? So this, this, the idea here is what are those things we can do to promote people getting out, doing healthy activities, having uh, family time, uh, 
all the way through winter and really making your um, uh, m making winter your your uh, friend, embracing winter rather than dreading it every year. So that's what we're here to talk about today is is those things that we have planned where people can get out and, and have fun this winter. So lots uh, coming up, obviously, uh, no doubt, and some people are, are familiar with, and some may be new to people, and, and, and all of that sort of thing there. Uh, of course, a lot of it centers around River Prairie, I know, for you guys, but not every single thing, uh, too. So... Why don't you guys take us through some of the uh, the activities here? And, of course, people can go on, to, on websites and social media to see these as well. But you guys can give us some of the meat behind what they're seeing yes. advertised. Yeah, so the first thing I, I want Deb to talk about a little bit is uh, something that we've developed over the past few years. It's called our Frosty Fun Series. And it's a, it's a series of different activities that were involved indirectly or were co-sponsors of that that get people out outside moving during the winter so deb why, why don't you talk a little bit about what we've got going on over the over the winter with our frosty fun series so the frosty fun series is gonna take place through uh, january through march so there'll be smaller events that people can people and families can participate in so january we will have our first ever snowman building contest. It will be more virtual. You'll be able to build a snowman. You'll get a special code that you'll have to get off our um, Facebook page and or website when you register. And then uh, you build your snowman and then send us pictures with the special code. In February, we will have the candlelight snowshoe hike that um, Corba will run. We co-sponsor that with Corba, which is the Chippewa Off-Road Bike Association. And that candlelight snowshoe hike will take place in uh, Centennial Park. And that will take place in February. On February 11th, obviously weather permitting. Um, then during the week of February 13th through the 17th, we will have the Rays of Sunshine Fine. And that will take place in River Prairie Park. That's a fun little event that we just started a couple of years ago where we take tennis balls and we number them and we hide them in River Prairie, not too hard, so that kids can go and find them. And then we have sponsors uh, within River Prairie who give us prizes and then we can uh, we pull numbers and if we pull your tennis ball, you send us a picture with the tennis ball and then you come in and collect your prize. Uh, also in February, we co-sponsor the Altoona Lions Club Fishing Classic. That takes place February 18th and 19th. That's about all the information I can give you about that. I would suggest going to the Altoona Lions Facebook page to get more information. Uh, the other thing in February is the Jelly Bean Hill Challenge, and this is a newer event as well. Uh, last year, it's an event where you run up Jelly Bean Hill and then you slide down. So, it's a race. Yep, and it's a race. So we are uh, adding a few different uh, elements to that this year, special little um, age groups, adding maybe some toddlers, maybe mom or dad running up the hill with the toddler on the sled and both of them going down. Uh, just kind of a more family fun event as well where um, we'll have hot chocolate, maybe a fire to stay warm, who knows, um, but just some fun things for family to do on February 25th. Um, 
throughout the winter, we will have our Croca Curl family nights. And so uh, Mike's going to talk a little bit about Croca Curl in a minute. But our Croca Curl um, family tournament will take place on March 4th, again, weather permitting. And uh, our last event is March 25th, and that is the Frosty Tuna Fat Tire Race. And so that takes place in River Prairie. So a, a, a question that I think is uh, that probably a lot of people in the community may wonder if people haven't participated in some of these. How is it, of course, attendance and numbers can, can vary depending on what the event is. But overall, how have you seen engagement from the community on events uh, in the past? So with those events that have been taking place, like the Candlelight Snowshoe Hike, um, attendance is amazing for that one. People love snowshoe hiking, uh, and Centennial Park is a beautiful park. Uh, Corba does an amazing job with the luminaries in the park and the trail. Um, the Race of Sunshine, that one has grown a lot over the last two years. Um, so it's fun to just, and we just see the pictures that people send us. So, because they can go out any time from Friday when we throw the tennis balls out until uh, they all find them. Um, Jelly Bean Hill. Yeah, Je Jelly Bean Hill, well, the first year was, was last year, and the, the turnout, I don't know, we probably had 50 people there. I mean, it was, it was a, for the inaugural event, it was uh, uh, very encouraging. I think we'll even get more more this year and just on that note next year in the budget we actually have money to um, put lighting on that hill so will we'll people be able to sled uh, you know at night there as well which is 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 really fun um, the frosty fu uh, tuna fat tire race we have been hanging in about I think we've done that three years between 20 and 25 participants um, we hope to get more um, this year, but we've had really good support from local bike shops on on sponsoring that. We're really grateful for that. But the people that do that uh, event uh, really have a, a, a good time. It's super fast race. It's just once around. It's about a three mile loop around River Prairie, and uh, you know it doesn't take much time at all. But uh, people really uh, seem to enjoy that that. Um, event. I, I, I want to throw this out to, to, to both of you. I think something people from the community may be, may be wondering when you guys come up with these events, and we'll probably talk more about stuff in the spring and the summer as well, how much of it grows from suggestions from the community? If, pe if residents in the community have an idea or something they saw elsewhere, I'm sure you guys have an open door. Yep. And so a lot of these things, too, we'll see somewhere else and take little bits and pieces and create our own event. And we sit now, my department, we just sit and, okay, what's a new thing? What else can we get out there? The uh, Rays of Sunshine, that was just kind of a fun little thing that just to get people in the park to do something or just to get outside. So... Um, suggestions are always welcome yeah you know frankly I, I wish we had more suggestions um, uh, w w we are I think part of our brand at, at the city is that we're very open to new and uh, you know whatever 
our is going to get our citizenry engaged, we're we're all for it. The other thing I'll say is, you know, uh, a couple of the events are not our events in the Frosty Fun Series. They they are community based events. One's Corbuck Chippewa Off Road Bikes Bikers Association. It's been an amazing partner developing our trails in Centennial Park, and then the other is Alliance Club. That's a been a partner in many things over the years. So, you know, we're able to uh, kind of just uh, get on board with those events that, that they've taken the initiative to, to organize, which is, is, is great. Um, you know, Deb mentioned Croca Curl, and we're really, I, I want to talk about uh, the, the Croca Curl National Championship. I think this is our third or fourth year. Um, I guess it's going to be our third year. Um, but over the past couple of years, the, 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 the first year we had uh, Mike Poplinski and his team, Ron Parks, uh, Mike is a former Olympic curler, actually won the inaugural event. Uh, last year, uh, people that were familiar and had been uh, curlers also won. But the thing about Croca Curl, and this event is the national championships are on January 28th, and the reason we get to claim the national championship is because we were the first rink in Croca Curl rink in the United States. There were several. It started in Canada, but we are the very first rink in the United States to have Croca Curl, so we claim the national championships immediately. And as Deb said, w sometimes we find things by looking at what other people did, and uh, Deb was looking at a women in recreation page on Facebook, I think, and... Yep. Um, she she saw this idea and we said, hey, that's something that we can do pretty uh, quickly, pretty cheaply. And uh, again, the idea is that w we want to activate space. We spent a lot of money on uh, River Prairie and it's packed full of people in the summer and we wanted people to um, also be down there in the winter. New this year with that Croca Curl National Championship, which you can go to our recreation page and sign up for, is um, uh, uh, another partnership. We're working with the young professionals from um, the chamber, and they are uh, uh, partnering on, on an event that day that we're call, called Winter Tide. And it's uh, several things that we have going on that day in conjunction with the Croca Curl National Championships. Um, we're going to have food available at River Prairie, hot chocolate, sandwiches, soup. Um, we're going to have um, uh, cube demonstrations and cube playing for the whole family down there that day. And kind of most exciting, I think, is we're going to have uh, a scavenger park that's very family-friendly. You bring your family down. There's going to be 10 stations. You get your pictures taken at each station. You come back and you get entered into a drawing. And we have some very generous sponsors, Market and Johnson and Whipley this year, uh, in the inaugural event for Winter Tide, that are going to uh, be offering uh, really generous cash prizes that people can enter into 
uh, if they finish it. So we're hoping to get a couple thousand people through the park that day, chance to be put in a drawing for these cash prizes. We also hope to um, partner with our businesses down there, the restaurants, on maybe some gift certificates or partnerships there to get people into the businesses when they're down that day. So that's really, really fun, really exciting, and I think it'll be a, a great day for the whole family. You know, as we start to, uh, you know, we got about uh, five, ten minutes uh, left here. I, I, an idea, it's something that I've been thinking of asking since we began there is, uh, Deb's been a part of this for many, many years. What's a program that people have kind of hinted they'd, they'd like back? That for any number of reasons, maybe there wasn't a lot of interest or anything to begin with, but you, you always hear people say, why don't you guys do X, Y, Z again? Not really, huh? Uh, not really. No, huh? I, you guys I do so much. Come back <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, we try and um, get all of the different age groups. So we've got a lot of preschool programs. We've got a lot of school age programs. For us now, it's trying to get um, the middle school, high school kids. And so actually, we are bringing back a teen night Um Actually, tonight is our very first teen night. We're working with the Boys and Girls Club. And uh, years ago, the Fish House used to be the teen hangout. And so we are having our very first teen night at the Fish House um, in 10th Street Park. So I guess we could say that's one of the things that some people have said, you know, why not? So yeah. <laughs> we'll see how it goes tonight. They're going to be doing some minute-to-win-it games, and then I think they're watching a movie, some hot chocolate or and s'mores. So for the very first one, it um, I'm hoping it'll they'll have fun. For for that, and uh, you know, this is something else too. When somebody has been running promotions and programs for many many years, you got to have some story of a, a, a of an event that. I don't want to say fail. That that's too strong of a word. But boy, oh boy, it, it didn't turn out the way you thought it would, and and you smile later on. It wasn't a disaster or anything, but you go, man, that didn't turn out the way we the way we drawn it. We drew it up. You know, um, I don't think we've ever had one that really didn't work out very well. But you know, we'll have low registrations, we'll have low numbers, and we'll go ahead and run a class anyway. And those people who are part of that class really enjoy it. So, for example, right now we're offering a cardio drumming. The numbers in that class are, I think, four. And the ladies that are in that class absolutely love it. So we'll keep running it. Um, it gets those ladies out and about and exercising we, and having fun. We d We do have a at least from my perspective, a, a, a program that j just very recently that um, we didn't get as much registration, and so we couldn't do it. And, that, and that's the um, uh, online sports league, right? Correct. So yeah. we, we really thought that that would be something that, again, we might be able to engage the, the teens in and um, because that's a demographic that we're, we're trying to make sure um, – is uh, served, um, but we we uh, I think we had two sign up for yep. that. Yep. So for our I think it was esports. Yeah, esports. E e so we league. just had 
two kids, two boys sign up. And so we'll run again. Second, the second one is supposed to be, I think, mid-January. So we'll try again. Um, when they don't work out so well the first time, we always try again because you just never know if the parents aren't actually available during that session or the next time will be better. And it's so. up. It, probably some things you guys would have, you know, that maybe wouldn't have succeeded 10 years ago are succeeding now and, and vice versa, correct? Mm -hmm, absolutely. So lots of our preschool programs, Camp Fairy Tale is one that I don't think we'll ever do the loop down. Um, that one is always full. Superhero Camp is another one that's always full. Those are our summertime favorites for preschoolers. T-Ball is a big one in the summer, too, that does well. Well, no doubt to uh, touch on spring and summer stuff once uh, the, the snow melts. But uh, w once again here, as you guys look you know, quickly in a couple minutes, what are some big highlights there of the stuff that's coming up? Well, again, um, the, the, the new wintertide uh, the, on January 28th, um, which is going to be done uh, in conjunction with the Kuroka Curl National Championship, is really excited. We're going to have coop demonstrations. By the way, how excited? Yeah, uh, who who in this room is really good at Kuroka Curl? Any, anybody gotten decent at it? <laughs> Everyone's pointing at Mike. Well, yep. <laughs> well, but but you know what? This is what this is what's really cool about it is, Scott. You could come down there tomorrow, uh, and in five minutes, be really good at it. I'm serious. It's it's not. It's just not that hard. And last year we had people in the national championships from probably 16 to 65. So it, it's it really is, a, and that's one of the things that's really appealing. Is it's a game that anyone can play. But I really want to encourage people to get out, move their bodies this winter. Any of those uh, activities that are part of the Frosty Fun Series, get out there. But also that family day, winter tide on January 28th, I, I really want you to come down. I, I do want to talk about one other thing before we sign off, and that is the, the mayor just joined us. Uh, he was probably out moving snow, but the mayor has been a champion for recreation ever since he's taken office here. Uh, he has a recreation background. He was a recreation director in his time in Utah. And um, Deb, can you talk about how he's being recognized uh, here in the next couple months? So the Wisconsin Parks and Recreation Association every year gives out an, uh, an award for an elected official. And um, in my time here, uh, Mayor Pratt has been amazing, um, has been very supportive of our programs. He's pretty much at all of them. Um, whenever we ask him to do something, there's he's always there. He's always helpful. Um, I can give him his notes every uh, concert night, and I enlarge him so he doesn't have to put <laughs> glasses on so he can look at them. And um, he razzes me, I razz him. It's a great relationship that we have. And so it was really easy for uh, myself to want to nominate him for that award and so I was super excited when we got the phone call that said you guys won so um, Aaron and Cassandra who also work in my office who also helped me write the um, recommendation 
we told the mayor he had to come down and see us, and of course he didn't, so we had to track him down that day and make sure we were all together to let him know that he won. And so um, beginning of February, I think it is, he will be uh, given that award. So it's super exciting. Yeah, and, and I just want to maybe end by saying that, um, uh, you know, in the last 17 years I've been here, uh, part of the value or, or a, a big value communicated by council and the mayor has been uh, improving quality of life amenities and activities for our citizens. And I, I think it's part of the reason that Altoona's uh, grown so quickly is that people are drawn here by the sense of community that those kind of events create, those kind of amenities and um, it really is an important part of the fabric of our community. It's as important as having good roads or having good public safety is having uh, amazing recreational amenities and making uh, your community a fun place to live. Well, again, everybody, make sure you're checking out uh, the City of Altoona website, all of the socials. Uh, for all of the details on what we've discussed uh, today and to sign up for these activities. And, of course, we're talking winter now. Spring and summer, stuff continues as well. But right now we're focusing on the old winter. And, uh, hey, consider that Croca Curl a chance to come on out and uh, hey, win winter and be time. a national champion. Yeah, you win, win and get the claim, a national champion. And, uh, it, hey, it might be somewhat tongue-in-cheek, but it's still a national championship. That's kind of cool. <laughs> and you get to have the... Uh, national championship belt for a year if Ma you're the winner. Imagine walking around into various establishments ho holding that thing up. Darn uh, right. <laughs> a lot of fun. Uh, thank you very much. We'll see you again next time on People, Places, and Passions. <laughs>